Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Third and three, handoff to Walker. Big hole, right tackle. He's in midfield. He's at the 40. He's going to go all the way inside the 10 into the end zone. Touchdown, MSU. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Behind the Rails podcast. I am your host, Travis Miller of HammerRails.com, and with me, as always, is former Purdue running back, Corey Sheets. How you doing tonight, Corey? I'm already yourself, Travis. How you doing? I am good. I am good. And uh, we are here to talk about Purdue's game this Saturday against the Michigan State Spartans. And kind of in our pre-show, we were discussing... You were a member of the last team to beat Michigan State. It was a 17-15 win over the Spartans in East Lansing in 2006 on a, it says here, according to the Purdue Exponent, an 18-yard field goal from Casey Welch with four and a half minutes left. Hey, I remember that game very well. In that moment, it was like our kickers had been struggling, to say the least. (laughs) And they threw a new guy in there, and I remember being on the sideline like, man, he about to miss this field goal, and we could have just went for it. (laughs) (laughs) And an 18-yard field goal, that's down on the one-yard line, too. And like you said, they're struggling, but it ended up being the only field goal attempt of Welch's career, and it was a game winner. You lying. Yeah, it was the only attempt of his career. Hey, if he was ever going to make one, I'm I'm glad he made that one. (laughs) <laughs> Looks like you went for 64 yards on 13 carries that day, had two receptions for two yards, so not a bad day. Yeah, I had a horrible day that day. We, we, missed, we missed the one stat that was most important. <laughs> oh, well, I, 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 I was trying to save face with you there. <laughs> no, let's be honest. I, I fumbled the ball on the goal line. We probably wouldn't need that doggone field goal if I hadn't fumbled the ball, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but that was, yeah, I see it here. Uh, Corey Sheets, run for six yards, fumbled in the end zone, forced by David Herron. Oops. Well, <laughs> thing is, we won the game, though. We won the game. In yeah, fact, it says here, two, two plays later, the defense got you the ball back with an interception. So, they saved you. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Bo, it was on the sideline. Bo caught that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, they picked you up. That's all you needed. Right, they got right. the job done for you. Let's hope some some of that that magic happens this, this weekend, just in case we need it. Hey y'all, we got to take a break right now to pay for some stuff. So we will be right back after this ad. Basketball season is just around the corner here, and your Boilermakers are rated in the top ten headed into the new season. It's going to be a great year in Mackey Arena, and if you would like to put a little bit of money down to see if Purdue can make it to New Orleans, head on over to Bet Online. That's right, our Believe podcast is brought to you by Bet Online, and we remain the number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV50, that's BLEAV50, to receive your bonus. So like I said, if you think Purdue's going to make it to New Orleans, want to put your money where your mouth is, 
head on over to Bet Online, the best in sports betting. Uh, the Spartans come in. They have won eight in a row against Purdue, which is a lot. <laughs> uh, because of the quirks of the Big Ten scheduling, four of the last five games have been played in East Lansing. This is their first trip to West Lafayette since 2014. And what was so bizarre about Michigan State is Daryl Hazel was awful as a coach, but he played them three years in a row and actually had – three competitive games against them. One was a three-point loss when they were number two in the nation up in East Lansing. So it was like the one thing that he could do was play Michigan State close because that was when Michigan State was really, really good and they were winning Big Ten titles and going to the playoff and everything else. So uh, (laughs) I hate having these long losing streaks to teams. We had Wisconsin. We got one kind of growing with Minnesota. It's getting kind of old. Hey, honestly – it seems like that's the uh, the theme for the season is a, <laughs> a bunch of teams we done lost to and then we're snapping that. So yeah. let's hope that trend stays the course. Yeah. And uh, th- this one is going to be tough because when you look at Michigan State, you are talking about Kenneth Walker III at running back. And as you said, kind of in our pre-show, this guy isn't a horse. He is a stallion. <laughs> I say yeah, and they feed him well. They say they say seven point two yards a carry versus the conference uh, teams. Six point eight versus anybody else. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, Eleven hundred yards, whew, fourteen touchdowns, and how many games is left in the season? Uh, he has one hundred and seventy-five carries, one thousand one hundred ninety-four yards, fourteen touchdowns in eight games. And I have to give credit, he has a receiving touchdown as well. So Wait a minute, wait a minute. So, dang. I thought what I did up in Canada was something special. This boy done did it in eight games. <laughs> wait, I ain't even, that's, that's mind-boggling. A thousand yards in eight games? That's like high school numbers, man. There was, there was a kid here a few years ago, he walked on at IU uh, he ran for 10,000 plus yards in his four years of high school. Uh, but he was just on one of those like really good teams and they would, you know, he'd run for 250 yards and they'd be up 60 points and they'd send in the backups. And that was his four years. You know, what's crazy about you saying that I remember when I was in high school, we would be up the like, big numbers and I'd get pulled. <laughs> like, they gave me my two touchdowns, my, my two 300 yards, and then I, like, I never saw – I think I played two games of the fourth quarter. Wow. My senior year in high school. And it's like, man, not I look back at all these guys, like, God, these coaches are just letting these guys just run amok. Just go ahead, go get 400 yards a game each game. Like, I be wanting to talk to my old coach, like, man, you, you could have had greatness on the field. <laughs> but you sat him in the fourth quarter. <laughs> it's funny you mention that because uh, I do coverage uh, some local high school coverage on Friday nights here a couple weeks ago I got a uh, 52-49 blowout where a kid ran for 416 yards and 5 touchdowns and they needed him to run for 416 and 5 scores because they only won by 3 <laughs> wow <laughs> God, I would love to have seen that game I would have paid to have seen that game I wouldn't even snuck in I would have paid to have seen that game 
<laughs> he, he went nuts. I mean, he had, I think he had at least five runs of 60 plus yards. It was absurd. Mm. You know, it's crazy. If I was a scout, I always say like, if I was a, runner, a scout, whoever the player is, don't show me that highlight film. Mm-hmm. Send me that. Send me those games where both teams did played well, and you did well, and y'all won. Don't show me the one right. y'all lost. Show me the one where you won. Right. Just so I can see how effective you was in a game where it's tight, it's down to the wire. You can, you got to be on your p's and q's. Those are players you want. Those are smart players. Those are the guys that that excel and, and and do big things at the next levels. I can see that, yeah. And like you said, it's it's delivering in the clutch at that point. It's like anybody can go for four hundred yards if they're playing a team that doesn't have anybody, and you're up forty five points in the second half. But like you said, it's a close game, and you're still getting the job done. Boom. <laughs> Right, you got to be on your on your, on your on your shit, so to speak. <laughs> well, it's uh, that's what we're looking at here with Kenneth Walker. He is coming off a phenomenal game against Michigan State or against Michigan, excuse me, as uh, he went for a hundred and ninety-seven yards and five. That's right, five touchdowns, including <clears throat> he breaks one with. Uh, with his team trailing 30-22 entering the fourth quarter, he has a 58-yard touchdown run and a 23-yard touchdown run to essentially win the game. <laughs> he walking around with his chest out, ain't he? Uh, he, he deserves it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't going to stop him. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think our defense will, though. I believe our defense will, honestly. He this, has I been like this slow. Is, Slow to what? He he has been slowed in a, in a couple of games. Uh, Indiana held him to 84 yards, kept him out of the end zone. That was 84 on 23 carries, so that's less than four yards a carry. Nebraska probably did the best against him, 61 yards on 19 carries. They bottled him up. Uh, Nebraska lost the game in overtime by three, and the only reason he even got to overtime is they gave up a punt return for a touchdown. And that's another aspect of this team is they've returned two punts for touchdowns so that you talk about your big special teams plays, they're capable of doing that too. Let me see, I read somewhere he was trying out new shoes those games. He ain't like them. <laughs> <laughs> they, they ain't hold him. His feet hurt. <laughs> you look at some of his games here, season opener, 23 carries, 264, four touchdowns against Northwestern. The first play of the season, the first play of the season, he took seventy-five yards around the left side for a score. I wish I, I wish I was a betting man because <laughs> as a running back, you're literally like all off season. You telling like, man, if y'all give me the ball, watch I take it to the crib. I bet you I take it to the crib. He took it to the crib. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't ask to start the season better than that first. I mean, first play. Damn. Uh, he, he walked to the sideline like, I told you, coach. <laughs> and it's like you have the microcosm. He takes the first play 75 yards for a touchdown, and they're 8-0 right now. You have the 2015 Purdue season. What happens the first play? Austin Appleby throws a pick six, and Purdue finishes 2-10. and So I'd much rather see the 75-yard touchdown than the guy going the ball, with the ball the other way, and it's the team has just kicked off. Nobody's even warm yet. <laughs> 
Did you say I did something like that against or uh what was it, Oregon? Yeah, Oregon. It was like the second play of the game. You went 80 yards. Yeah, but it was my first carry though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got back to the sidelines. I was talking about hey, I told y'all. Look, I keep getting the ball now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good game for you. I remember that. Man, yeah, it was. I wish they had kept giving me the ball and I deviated from the plan. But that's another story. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, uh, obviously it's going to be first, second, third to kind of look after Walker, but they've got some other weapons too. Um, They got a wide receiver by the name of Jalen Naylor, who may or may not be out. He had a hand injury last week. 31 catches, 587 yards, six touchdowns. He also has Jaden Reed, 33 catches, 642 yards, five touchdowns. So that's two primary targets that they got. However, it looks like Naylor's going to miss the game because they've, they're they kind of playing it close to the chest, and he was on the sideline with a hand injury last week. So, Yeah, I was I was just going to say, I think they're missing their, their star receiver, even though they don't use them that much. <laughs> <laughs> But it's nice to have that, you know, what happens when you got a guy like this? You trick him into the play action and go long. It can be quite effective. Not against our, our DBs. I, be, I believe our DBs are way better than their receivers. And if our DBs aren't, our DBs are seasoned, their DBs just block. So, yep. <laughs> if you want to wanna, wanna take a receiver out of the game, make sure he's blocking all, all day. <laughs> and it also comes down to what kind of pressure is Karloftis going to cause because he does he does so much without racking up the stats, man. He, I, I think that's so critical with him is he's only got like 30 tackles on the air and I think he's got three sacks, but it's all the stuff that he does to disrupt things. And if he's getting double or triple teams, suddenly you're, suddenly you're playing 10 on eight defense and that makes things a lot easier. I was going to say Karloftis is more of a film guy. He 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 gets double like you say. He get double and triple team, so he's not going to show up on the stat mm-hmm. books with crazy numbers. Mm-hmm. But his presence is felt more than a sack ever could be, and he right. frees up other guys and, and gives them chances that they might not necessarily get if everybody was man on man. Right, so, and you know, you think of his pick, his uh, fumble six. He didn't make the hit. It was uh, it was Brown coming off the edge, but he's still right there. The ball's at his feet, and he picked it up and took off. So, I mean, he's always right there at the quarterback. It's, <laughs> it's, I, I bet you he'd be having a conversation with him at every play. Hey, so what's going on next week? <laughs> I don't know. I think I might. I think I might hang out. <laughs> I just got these new shoes, you know. <laughs> He's, he's 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 always right there, like so, and it's and it's amazing to see. <laughs> yeah, is he's just he's so disruptive, and that's that's what makes him wonderful, man. Uh, so I I think that's going to help. You have Purdue with the number two rated pass defense in the conference, and Michigan State has some balance, but you kind of yeah, they've right? got some. Well, they got some balance. decent balance. Like, yeah, their quarterbacks balance. throw for. <laughs> Quarterback's thrown for 1,900 yards and 15 touchdowns. I mean, they saying the running back damn near got that. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, that's balance, but that ain't balance. It, he's supposed to have like at least two thousand, two thousand, three thousand yards by now. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, but one of the things that's going to help Purdue a lot: Michigan State dead last in the conference in pass defense. They are giving up 300 yards a game. They are dead last by a lot. And what I've seen and what their bloggers are talking about is they're one of those bend but break, don't break defense. You can move on them between the 20s, but they really uh, they really get tough inside the 20, and that has been an issue at, for Purdue, especially at home in the last three games. I mean, yeah, but we've been scoring a little bit outside. Plus, we got got a few guys back off of the IR and a new guy in the backfield which it ain't much film on him. So I feel like if the coaches can move him around a little bit more, get him more involved in the offense, it might surprise Michigan State defense. Right. Now, how much do you think getting Horvath back is going to help? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Doru finally showed up last week. It might have been the fact that he knew Horvath was back. He's like, all right, it's all or nothing. But Doru showed up. I mean, <laughs> Horvath. Get both of them going. Get both get, of them yeah, going. Yeah, I don't mind. Running back by committee nowadays, it ain't too, it ain't too many places where you find Kenneth Walker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Running back by committee. I love it. <laughs> Run the ball more. But I, I feel honestly, I feel like it's gonna come down to what O'Connell shows up. Yeah. The guy from last week or the guy from two weeks ago? Really? Uh, that That's what it is, is you can't have him turning the ball over in the red zone. He's got to be able to finish drives. And for some reason, it, it's so strange that he's been doing it on the road as opposed to at home of late. I mean, he, they really struggled at home and finishing drives, but on the road, they're getting it done. Uh, I, wouldn't want, <laughs> I wouldn't want this to be a home game. In no way in hell. No. Bring him to the horseshoe. <laughs> what, is it? what time is it? 3, 3.30 game? Hey, yeah, it's three thirty game Friday Saturday afternoon. This time of the year, it could get a little dim. Throw the lights yeah. on late. <laughs> That's nice having the lights now. Honestly, mm-hmm. no, number three team in the league. Ugh, I want them home. I don't want to go to their house because yeah. the student section is going to be way more pumped than them. Them four or five visitors that come dressed in Purdue jerseys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it, it's just interesting. They are 8-0, but they've had a lot of close games. I mean, that you got Michigan last week. They only beat Indiana 20-15. to That was really big defensive struggle. Uh, they only beat Nebraska by three in overtime. They got a nice win over Miami early in the season, but that was a three-point game in the fourth quarter uh, where they pulled away and won by 21. So, I mean, this is a team that they, they're not – just blasting people. They're, they're going to keep it close. So like you said, it that's when it comes down to O'Connell and just keeping the, keeping the game clean and not giving them the ball. I want you to understand something. As I, a player, when a team is constantly winning close games, that's way more dangerous than a oh, team yeah. that is blowing people out. And the reason is because the team that is winning the close games, they're in a fire. They're being tested constantly. There's no slacking. You could go up 40 on a team. Hey, coach, throw the threes in. If we score 40, 
they scored 35. Boy, the starters is it's taking every single snap until the clock says zero. Mm-hmm. That's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> it's tested. And yeah. still in fire. It only makes it stronger. <laughs> yeah. And don't get me wrong, our, our team is tested as well. Yeah, we've been in close Not games. Like we're blowing teams out. Right. We've been in a lot of close games. And we're winning these games. We lost a, a couple, but I feel like if one or two things happened differently, we would have won those games. And that's oh yeah, that's good to see in the team. Yeah, you're playing for a couple things here. Playing for bowl eligibility. One more gets you to the postseason, no matter what happens the rest of the way. That'd be nice to lock up here the first week in November. Uh, that number five on their on their uh, name. It's going to be on the Chiron across the bottom of the screen. That's that's plenty of motivation right there. And you still got oh. an outside chance. You mean, you, yeah, they're ranked you mean three. Oh, they're three in the playoff oh, rankings. Three. That's right. Three. Yeah, they have three in the playoff <laughs> rankings. <laughs> they got a three by their name. <laughs> they're probably glad they're not number two, given what we've done to number two teams of late. <laughs> hey, is this a top ten teams or top five teams? We knocking them off left and right. Like, hey, don't, don't don't come to Purdue with your with your <laughs> with your status quo in in in, in the win. We, we shooting yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, don't tell nobody, but I might put a couple of dollars on this game. <laughs> they are only yeah. a two and a half this point might favorite. Be the game to so. bet on. <laughs> no, three. They three, three, three favorite. Oh, they three. I'm, okay, I'm look, that's why I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> they changed it. We we, we gained, gained a couple points. <laughs> okay. Hey, I need David Bell to show up. I need Graham to show up. I need Doro to show up. Poor <laughs> Bath. You're healthy now. You got, you got a week under your belt. Get a couple more. O'Connell mm-hmm. keeps swinging that thing. <laughs> this the game. This is this the game. What's been so impressive to me is that what's been so impressive to me is that uh, Purdue's just played well when they've had the lead. I mean, they never really had the lead against Minnesota or Wisconsin or Notre Dame, but they get the lead like they did at Iowa. They did against uh, Nebraska. They've done a great job of just protecting it, controlling the football, you know, finishing some drives. The defense is playing. I was about to say that's that's all defense right there. Yeah, you know they. I think in both the Iowa and Nebraska game, they had six interceptions in the last in the fourth quarter combined. That's that's phenomenal. That helps. <laughs> Damn sure <it> don't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what is your call for Saturday then? I know I know you're picking Purdue. You always pick Purdue, and I understand that. What's your call? I'm gonna take the spread. Purdue plus three. Uh, it don't matter what the score is. Purdue plus three. In <laughs> <laughs> OT though, in OT, I'm gonna call it an OT. Oh, you're calling OT? Oh man, OT's yeah. been bad to us of late. Nah, I'm, I'm gonna say this: the one where we give ABC this money's worth, mm-hmm. and this is one of those games where we get bowl eligible. And now we become more attractive to the bowl games. Oh yeah, I, yeah. We we're definitely we're not gonna get playoff. We already know that. But yeah, to to the more attractive, more attractive bowl games, 
the better gifts. <laughs> the, the later date, we might get a January game. <laughs> yeah, I bet, I bet those warm weather bowl games, because I think you played one in Florida and you played one in Detroit. I'm betting Orlando was a lot nicer. I mean, honest with you, Detroit wasn't even that bad just because uh, it was we played inside. <laughs> that was a we fun game got, too. That, there was a lot yeah, of scoring it, in that game. I got, I think I got two touchdowns, something like that. Yeah, I got yeah. two touchdowns. Got got a nice little LT flick, but yeah, yeah. But uh, the Detroit wasn't that bad. But yeah, the Florida one and oh El Paso. Oh El Paso might have been my f- most favorite bowl game. I didn't even play. all right i I gotta look this up now oh yeah you had 27 yards but two touchdowns man and 46 receiving yeah they they pulled me out the game on some dumb stuff if you look look what 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 the backup uh i think jason taylor what he had he he didn't want all the carries yeah he got carries 23 in the score yeah but when you have when you have curtis painter throw for 546 yards though i mean that was that was a damn good game for painter (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he he did, he did that again. It was a lot of scoring, like you said. It was like everybody was touching the ball. <laughs> uh, and I, what stands out in that one is you had Antonio Brown on the other sideline, and I think that was like a freshman Antonio Brown, long before he became Antonio Brown. Wait, 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 wait. What? Yeah, Antonio Brown played for Central Michigan. And he had four catches for 94 and a touchdown. He had a 76-yard touchdown in that game. We played them twice that year, too. Yeah, and played them again the next season. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy to think about, like, the guys you played with, like, there was nobody's at one point, and they turned into somebody. Like, it's wild. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, he only had two catches for 20 yards the next year, and that was the game where you just faked the safety out of his shoes and uh, took off for the game-winning touchdown. Yeah, put somebody on play. say, put him on sports centers, I like to say. Yeah, (laughs) you did. (laughs) Yeah, that was a top 10. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All righty, well, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Hoping this goes well for us on Saturday. Another big game. Uh, be nice to get a home win here after after three wins on the road. We've only gotten two at home, so got to defend home turf. You got to defend home turf. As the <laughs> Romans learned that lesson well. You don't take care of home. You ain't got no empire. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All righty. Well, for Corey and uh, for myself, Travis Miller, uh, We look forward to seeing what happens on Saturday, and we will be back early next week, rain or shine, win or lose. So this has been the Behind the Rails podcast, and boiler up. BTFU as always. The Behind the Rails podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Please visit our sponsor, Bet Online, for the best in college sports odds. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.